0: Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. Um, I am here with Kaylee, hi.
1: Hi Christina.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. Very excited to be on Radical Stepmoms. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. Um, So we briefly talked before I hit record, but there's just a lot of things that we can dive into. But first, um, let's give a little background on who you are as a stepmom, how long you've been doing it, all those things.
1: Sure. So as a stepmom, I've been dating or with my now husband for about three years. Um, which I'm sure many stepmoms who listen to this will understand, kind of dive right in. So I met the kids pretty quickly. Um, We just got married, my husband and I, in October. Yeah, what day? Yeah. Um, Well, with COVID, we had a a small legal ceremony with the kids, and then we had an elopement with our our friends. So we haven't decided which one we're going to count officially. Okay. All
0: right. But they were both uh, in October?
1: Yes. Yeah. October
0: 15th. Okay. Ours is the 24th. So I'm always excited about all their October weddings.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love the fall. So, so, and I have two
0: stepkids,
1: um, a stepdaughter who's about to be five in September and a stepson who's six and a half.
0: Okay. So they're fairly close in age. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. And you get the boy and the girl, which Um, I think brings a a special dynamic because both of those relationships are different with the dad piece. I feel Mm -hmm. Um, like I see my daughter and my stepson with my husband and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the daddy daughter thing. And then, yeah, so we'll dive, we'll dive into that. So um, let's, I mean, we can talk about how so many stepmoms rush into kind of jumping right in. And I'm always so curious because I feel like every step-mom has their own, you know, explanation or, you know, how they're feeling at the time. But then I, the more I talk, it's, it's all very similar. So let me ask when you jumped right in, um, in your early stages of being a stepmom, what were you feeling at the time? What kind of were you, um, you know, driven by to go full on?
1: Sure. Um, well, I, might have an issue with wanting to be in control of things, Um, but I also love planning. I like jumping right in. I like being helpful, and I was seeing that things needed to get done, so I was taking the initiative. Um, It's like, okay, well, I know what size clothes they need, so I'm going to keep track of clothes. I'm going to keep track of food. We're going to, like, plan activities. We're going to, I'm going to ask questions like, when's the the last time we went to the dentist? Like, different things like that to, to kind of keep things moving and, um, set myself up in a situation where you put a lot of energy and time and like love, but you don't always feel that reciprocated and you're not included as like an equal and, um, important conversations.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, Yeah. uh, yeah, I think, you know, we jump in because we have the ability to, and we are like, just as the female species, more attention to detail. And then, for me, I know in my experience, it was like I'm doing all these things like you said like the packing of the snacks and I'm like why isn't he bringing food when we leave the house like mm-hmm. this day? and so I'm starting to like you know do all these things and then you're like oh wait, but um when it really comes down to it, I don't have any say and I feel like that that realization right there is when stepmoms go full stop. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. we need to backtrack here, talk about expectations. Is that kind mm-hmm. of where you got to with you and your partner?
1: Yeah, yeah. We had um, a lot of moments where I'd be like, well, I'm not their parent, so you can just decide. Like, or things like that, where it was causing like mm-hmm. tension and arguments, um, where I learned after reading, because I didn't know anything about being a stepmom. Like I, my mom's a stepmom. I have a stepmom. I have a step grandma, which is interesting, mm-hmm. but um, I don't have any friends that have kids or stepmoms. So I didn't know anything. And -hmm. then I started looking up stuff and listening to this podcast. And I was like, oh, there's this disengagement piece. I can set boundaries. I can do these things to protect myself, but it's still, you know, kind of tricky to figure out like where exactly to draw that line and where to stop, because it's my personality is to Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: manage. I like to manage projects. I like to be prepared. I like to do all those things. I'm like,
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like to
1: go out into the world in chaos before like with a especially at the time when I met them they were very young so you don't go out in public without like extra clothes snacks water right. bottles like all right. the stuff that you need um but my husband's very more laid back I think and uh-huh. he's like well we can just get drinks and I'm like ah.
0: <laughs> right yeah my husband's the same yeah. way like I've probably mentioned it on a couple podcasts just this this scenario in general has just really stuck out to me where like in the early stages of dating and like hanging out with him and my stepson. And I'm like, he's saying he's hungry. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I don't have anything. And I'm like, but we need to stop because then he'd get frustrated with him because he was getting cranky. And I'm like, he's three. I get cranky when I'm hungry. Like we need to feed him. And so I would like go through a Starbucks drive through and get one of their like protein boxes. And I'm like, Sharing my grapes with him and like here's some cheese mm-hmm. like <laughs> and I'm just like okay we need to start packing things and it it I feel like there's just so much there when you meet like a single dad mm-hmm. and the dad has been doing what he's been doing for however long and I don't want to like discount because there are a lot of dads out there that have it down and you know like. They'll pack a bag or whatever, but I feel like so many just really um, benefited from the new girlfriend coming into the picture and being like, hmm, let's do this. And sorry, I'm rambling, but it's funny because (laughs) the... Um, another stepmom who I did an episode with, she even mentioned, because she was the bio mom also, she even mentioned like, oh yeah, I totally knew when my ex got a new girlfriend because all of a sudden he was more organized and my daughter's hair was being done. Yeah. I just like, listened to that episode. Right. And I'm her like, her hair yes. was braided. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens. And either the bio mom will be pissed about it. Um, if she's insecure and her ego is being, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. threatened but um you know on the other side of it it's like hey I'm kind of helping your kid out because your ex doesn't know what he's doing
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I mean my husband is a a very involved dad but they had their kids very young um mm-hmm. and I think with that comes that and we're just different personalities like I'm very different from her I'm very different from him and the way that I'm going to come in and I'm going to be like well this needs to get done we need to do it yeah um and I think that differed, but but yeah, I, I remember but then you brought up the podcast about the hair. I remember Hay was specifically asked by her whose hair thing, whose hair tie was in uh, the daughter's hair. Oh. <laughs> Who's, oh whose hair tie does that belong to?
0: <laughs> and she did she not know about you yet? No, she did. Oh, she did. Okay. So she couldn't just put the line like connect the dots there. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so looking back, I'm always curious about the journey to, you know, finding your boundaries and mm-hmm. how you start to establish that and what is different now. Um, and so often we are presented with our partners who have to, and bio mom, um, you have to kind of digest and accept our boundaries. So tell me a little bit about just a couple, you know, a couple examples of, the boundaries that you've had to put in place from you know then and then now sure
1: um well kind of like as we talked before recording this the the boundaries were set right with kind of in three three stages or three different groups the stepkids, the husband the ex mm-hmm. um so the boundaries that i set like within what i can control in in the own home with the kids um, it's like, I was used to be very, very involved with like bedtime with bath time. And that was also, I figured out was like a very triggering time for me because a lot of times I wasn't wanted at mm-hmm. bedtime, especially by my stepson, when he would say things like to his dad, like, and I could hear him say like, "We'll tell Kaylee that I'm too tired for her to come say goodnight to me or that I don't want her to say goodnight, like stuff like that. And it would just upset me. And I was mm-hmm. like, why am I? doing this and this also gives you a time to bond with your kids it makes me a better partner a better stepmom so I just kind of set boundaries that like you know I'm not going to do this kind of triggering stuff that ends up like hurting me because I put a lot of effort into kind of making those kind of situations um like better for everybody like making sure their pajamas are out like doing all the mom Mm -hmm. stuff right Mm -hmm. but then not getting any of the Mm -hmm. reciprocation of that so that was one that I was like I think it's going to be I'm just going to Set that bounded that that's something i'm just not going to do anymore okay. um and that was with with him as well and then with um bio mom um it was setting some boundaries about like around communication um with transitioning some of the schedule so the kids don't transition on sundays face to face it's through school
0: mm-hmm. um, we
1: communicate through email and a group email, yeah, text messages. Like, cause she, for a while was saying she preferred to communicate with me. But then when I did anything, um, it was a problem. Like Mm. for example, with their daycare, they're, um, my stepson's going into first grade now, but they used to be just in like straight daycare together and they needed stuff for like summer water play, like bathing suits, sunscreen, Mm. all that stuff. And, um, before we had organized like their winter clothes. So summer came around and I'd send an email and I said, Hey, um, picked up these things. If you could get these last couple of things then they'll be all set. Um, And she was very offended and talked to my husband and said that it seems like I was operating in front of him and not beside of him
0: oh my god
1: and <laughs> and all the stuff when I was just trying to do like she said that that like I could communicate directly with her I was trying to get the kids the stuff they needed so that was another boundary that I'm like I'm not doing that anymore like I'm not sending in I'm not going to buy shit for school like I'm not organizing any of that
0: so. I love, I love when I'm talking to people and I'm like, oh my God, I did a post about that. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like, I did a post, I think it was like early, early on where it was like, what I said, you know, oh, I put the kit the clothes in the kid's backpack. And then what bio mom hears, I'm a better mom than you. And I stole your family.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like exactly I'm doing
0: is just helping. And and the amount of times that I have been told, or my husband has been told, like, you know, I'm not co-parenting with her. I'm co-parenting with you. You and I are the parents. And on one hand, yeah, I, I get that. You're absolutely right. On paper, that is absolutely right. Um, but I feel like for bio moms to try and fight that battle and not see, the benefit of what we're doing or, or how it's, you know, benefiting the kids or, or just what exactly do you expect me to do in my relationship and in my involvement with your kids? Do you just expect me to like, would you prefer me just to sit back and kick it with my margarita while your kids are just running rampant in my house? Like I just, it, it just is wild to me. And, and how uh, textbook, every bio mom seems to be. And that, that daycare scenario was, uh, uh-uh, uh you're too involved. I need to be talking, you know? And I feel like, mm-hmm. and I preach this all the time. It always comes down to their own, you know, figuring them their own shit out. Um, but we can't lead a horse to water. <laughs> so it's Yeah. Like we all have to yeah. go through that experience of, uh, yeah, yeah. You're going to be told that. And yeah. And if that's the case, you know, you put up your boundary, like, fine, then we're not going to be in contact. Yeah.
1: And I'm not going to organize that anymore. Good for you. And then like, Mm -hmm. this is, this is the first summer that I didn't. And my stepson was going to school or summer camp the other day and he said, I don't have water shoes at school. Mm. So I was like, oh, well, we see, but then it was, it's a really tight line because I don't want them to suffer. Right. But I also have been. I'm like, well, if you don't want that, then you guys can figure it out. Like, if you want to do it, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, she's done
0: or what do you, yeah. yeah she,
1: she wants to have it both ways because she did send me uh, an email once and I kind of, because she started dating somebody new and I was like, you know, I um, I think that I owe a an apology for all the things. Like, I, I've, we've never said anything bad about your boyfriend. He seems like a very nice person. Um, but you, you know, wanted me to stay in the shadows. I wasn't allowed to be, she used to ask in front of the kids, how much time they spent with me. Mm. Are they over at my house? Um, are they around me? Um, and then she moved in with someone after dating for three months and, oh. um, mm-hmm. and, um, she said, and I said, it seems like you've wanted me to be in the shadows. And she's like, it seems like you've wanted to be in the shadows that's like but oh, then you nice. turn around and tell me that I can't send sunscreen in so I don't know yeah so setting that boundary that like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. communicate with you we're not gonna see you and face-to-face because that's when you start fights we're just and then um it also takes you know my my husband to be strong with that boundary and remind her if she sends him a text message and just responding in the email group mm-hmm. like it doesn't mm-hmm. won't respond in the text just send her yep. an email response just to yep. reiterate that like because I think what she would do was put on, she won't, uh, behave exactly the same when there's like the audience of everybody.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're more well-behaved when there's multiple people. Um, yeah. So Mm -hmm. how has your, um, your husband been kind of, you know, how does he facilitate your relationship with, Biomom, mom or, um, how does he kind of, I guess, I guess what I'm asking is support you, um, in your relationship with the stepkids as well.
1: Yeah. So that's been another thing that we've, you know, kind of discovered through my own journey and me making him listen to not making him listen to podcasts. But I'm like, we're going to listen to this episode, um, <laughs> is understanding that, yeah, we get frustrated with, the bio mom and the past, but a lot of it has to do with your partner, right? Advocating for you and communicating because we don't often get that platform to communicate directly, to advocate for ourselves, and we need that our partners to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's been, I think once we really truly realized that he's been a lot better about like having conversations with um, his son about things that he says to me, things that I do, like, all of that kind of stuff. And then with his ex, like reiterating, like if she said something that's kind of shitty, he'll be like, we took a line from one of your podcasts. Actually, that was like, you know, the kids have so many people that love them and take care of them. So what exactly is your problem?
0: Yeah. That's and yeah, what exactly
1: <laughs> yep. is your problem? And just reiterating that I'm not going anywhere. Like, like even at the daycare they were at, I wanted to see their little care notes at the end of the day, just to see what they were up to. So I could mm-hmm. talk to them and be like, oh, I see you had cantaloupe today. And like, that's mm-hmm. fun. And you did art. And she was like, well, she, um, I don't feel comfortable with that because I don't know how long she's going to be around. Ugh. And Chris was like, I'm going to marry her. He's yeah. like, I bought an engagement ring. We're going to get married. And she's like, you bought a ring? And it was like a whole... whole thing but he does advocate and stick up for me and like you know reminds the kids that like or especially the stepson that I'm you know a parent in this house because she said things like he was very excited when we got engaged and he was like um I'm gonna be your your stepson I'm gonna be your son he's like and his sister he's like and my sister's gonna be your um he said something like to the effect that she was gonna also be a son because he didn't yeah. really get the, yeah. Like, the, the, t- the daughter thing. yeah mm-hmm. and then he went back to her house and came back and said um you're not going to be my stepmom until you're married
0: oh god and oh, that's-, yeah. that's another one <laughs> right stuff
1: yeah so any so ways that
0: they can minimize it
1: yes yeah. so he works really hard I will say to like um like advocate and be clear that I am a parent, and I I'm an adult mm-hmm. in this house, also, and um, kind of talking to him about that, but it's like swimming upstream, right? I mean, there's always mm-hmm. going to be some way mm-hmm. to discount, and I feel really bad for him because I do think he's like really manipulated by things that his mom says that maybe she doesn't realize what she's doing, but I kind of think that she does.
0: <laughs> oh, she totally, <laughs> does. totally, yeah, absolutely, and. And going back to that, that comment about her questioning the longevity of your relationship, um, that's another like surefire, like tactic, right? Like, um, my, my, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, but he was like, you know, Chris and I are going to start, um, you know, she's going to start doing pickup and just letting you know, like giving you, cause in the parenting plan, Um, it's not approval, it's notice um, that Mm -hmm. someone is going to be added to the pickup. And so he was doing that. And she was like, well, I'm not comfortable with that. And until you two are more serious. And he was like, I'm literally telling you that we are (laughs) serious. Like, you don't get to dictate that. And so, yeah. And then that whole, you're not really a stepmom unless you have a ring, like Fuck off! <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, like why is that such a hard thing? Like, like if you're not gonna give us mom, give us stepmom. You know, like yeah. all the like all the the you can't call my you my kids can't call you mom. Okay, fine, sure, I can understand that. I really can. When you get your feelings all hurt, I get it. But don't try and dictate when a woman can take ownership of the word stepmom. You don't need a piece of paper or a ring or a ceremony or a tax credit <laughs> to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's anything that we do. Like we got a um, our first like family pet because um, I love cats. So we got a mm-hmm. heart, or my stepson and his dad picked out um, a cat together and brought it home. Very very excited. He went to his mom's and came back and um, he said. Ma- mama said that I'm allergic to this cat oh so it's just constant mm-hmm. fighting and I feel because he's being put in the middle and he doesn't know like he's got a loyalty uh like a biological loyalty to to her mm-hmm. and she you know and if you bring that up with her she'll find a way to say that that's not what she meant and not what she said and mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, but,
1: Every, but we just example- don't tell her
0: stuff yeah. Every example that you're giving is, or is like literally something that I've experienced. Um, my stepson, uh, he, back when we were trying to figure out why he was always sick and sneezy and, and all this stuff before we got his dietary stuff figured out, she had sent this email that was like, well, I noticed I cause we had like, we have a big porch and when you know we need to like take it out like take garbage out to the garbage I will just set things out and then my husband will do the rest so I had like just done that and bio mom comes up picks him up and leaves and we got an email like a couple hours later that was like well I noticed that you have a cat because of a litter box um like a littered tote thing you know the big containers that the litter Mm -hmm. comes in like she made this like amazing observation okay detective like okay and so she's blaming everything on the fact that we have a cat and it's like no it's because you feed him dairy (laughs) like it's because you feed him gluten yeah like he has uh, a food
1: allergy right so then he came
0: he came back to us um not too long after and was like, well, I'm allergic to sweet pea. I'm allergic. Like, I I can't pet her anymore because my mom says, and I'm just like, oh my God. Well, mm-hmm. next time she tries to feed you bread, I need you to ask her, is this gluten-free?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just anything yeah, that you can do. Anything. And I, I I gave you props for, for her coming to your home because that's one boundary that she's never, that they, they meet at any neutral location that she will never
0: yeah, we be allowed
1: to- near my home. We
0: used to do that. And honestly, I feel like anytime that it's strayed from that, it's not because our parenting relationship is any better. Um, Mm -hmm. It's probably because she has a boyfriend and that's when the relationship improves because I feel like she puts on the show of I'm a really great mom and we have a really good parenting situations and things are so easy. Um, And then eventually they see through her and figure it out and she's single again and the cycle continues, but um, yeah, it's 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 not ideal for her to come to our house, but yeah, I don't know, perhaps. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> <I have>. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, I had I had the a thought here of, uh, would you consider your. I want to talk about co-parenting versus parallel parenting. Sure. And would you consider your situation co or parallel?
1: Oh, parallel. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. And
0: and not many people know what the difference is. So I'm just going to take a moment here to give a little snippet. Co-parenting is collaborative parenting, right? Cooperative parenting. That is when everyone is in line and there's communication and there's, you know, um, the kid's best interest is at heart and you're able to have healthy talks and minimal conflict. And if there is conflict, it's respectful, um, all those sorts of things, right? You can show up to events and not get an ulcer from the anxiety. You can make decisions and not have it last, you know, several months and there's court hearings and child support being thrown out as threats. That, if that's all that you're doing co-parenting, right? Now, In high conflict situations, parallel parenting is ideal because you are not trying to cross those two homes um, and do the same things as each other and all that stuff. Um, You have come to the point where you're already, at this point, you're probably already doing things your own way, but you are making kind of the acceptance. You are coming to a place of acceptance that, you know, there's, Different homes and what flies in your home is what flies in your home. What flies in her home is what flies in her home. There's no longer that effort to be that consistency piece because it probably was never there to begin with. (laughs) Um, Less communication. When there is communication, it's minimal and very business-like. Now, when I talk to people about co-parenting versus parallel parenting, and some people are like, oh my God, we've been doing that all along, hooray. Other times it's, oh my God, we have been fighting and fighting, trying to co-parent, trying to fit these two piece puzzle pieces together. They're not fitting together. What the hell? We must be doing something wrong. And this option wasn't even like a known thing, right? So I get asked a lot, oh my gosh, we need to switch. We need to make that shift. And I think one parallel parenting is getting... More traction as an option, or at least it's getting more awareness. The courts, some courts, are getting more awareness. Some attorneys and family lawyers and all that stuff are getting more awareness, though it may not be completely accepted um, because they all want to push the agenda that what's best for the kid is co-parenting, which is not the case. <laughs> so, um, <No. laughs> yeah. So that those are kind of the difference there, where and, and I don't think I get asked a lot of, do I make an announcement? Do we have to tell by mom that we're, we're shifting into this? Um, and the answer is no. Sometimes that's just going to be the light, the, 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 the spark that lights your shit on fire and then you're screwed. Um, in our case, uh, we did tell her because, we needed to lay down some boundaries because if we would have made the drastic change of no we're not going to see each other face to face anymore no you're not um we're not going to do phone calls anymore it's strictly email like that would have been a a big surprise to her so we kind of needed to like explain ourselves um so with all that to say back to kind of your situation you how did that happen for you? What was your experience in co-parenting to parallel parenting?
1: Sure. I think I was part of that group that had been trying very hard to co-parent, but it was not working and it was causing a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of high conflict, like even something. And I think it really came to a head, especially during COVID, right? When we're, Mm -hmm. the kids were home with us and there weren't a, two three two schedule so back and forth back and forth and we learned of some things that were happening at her house like watching pg-13 movies Mm. at at that time three and five talking about inappropriate and people can do what they want to do but um in their own home so i'm not here to like shame that but a three and five year old watching that sort of stuff and then talking about like knives and bombs and stabbing is not really great
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't
1: love that. And so even trying to agree on that was a fight. Mm. Um, because you're trying never- to,
0: right. Cause you're, it, it's, it's like when you're co-parenting that person who's receiving that feedback could be like, oh yeah, I see that. Like, I understand, like, let's, you know, not do that. I understand the consistency, but when you're against high conflict, everything's a fight. So even if yes. they agree, or even if they, they they'll react in a way of, you're trying to tell me how to parent and they'll be, get yes. defensive about it.
1: Yes. Or you think I'm a bad parent, or like, yeah. um, you know, just stuff like, you know, my husband's brought up different things with her, just about like dietary things, like that sort of stuff. We couldn't agree. And it was just always a fight. And then we learned about parallel parenting and we're like, this is going to be great. I'm like, this would resolve so much stuff, but with her exactly. Like if we said, that's what we were doing, it would be a fight. It would Mm -hmm. be something. So what we decided to do was take small steps, which was setting the boundary of communicating only through email, no more like phone calls, no more in-person, but we were like, how do we get rid of the in-person thing? And we're like, how are we going to get her to buy into this? So for every other weekend with the kids, they used to transition at like 334 on Sundays and it was never like great. The kids were, I think, had a hard time with it. The transition days were really stressful. I know you've talked about that on a lot of podcasts. It was very stressful Mm -hmm. for me. It kind of like turned my like, you know, you really only have one day to spend with your husband and like have a life and all day sunday was like this like preparation for like oh it's coming and you never knew what kind of mood we were going (laughs) to be in yeah and so i was like okay how about we propose to her the transition through school and we say then each parent group can have the children for a
0: whole weekend so
1: you can plan things you can do things i see what you did there you're
0: focusing on the positive on her end and not being like we just don't want to see your face
1: (laughs) yes (laughs) Yep. We just don't want to ever see you again. Um, And to your point about your, um, you know, stepson's bio mom, and she has a boyfriend, she's much better behaved. And that's, you know, she's been dating this guy for a couple of years now, but it's very much, they're a family. Everything's Mm -hmm. we, we want to spend time with the kids. So like, she's never opposed, like if you frame it, It'll give you more time with the kids. Then she's like, Oh, of course, I am super mom. I right. can do it all. So she ate that up. And then we're like,
0: Yes. What? Okay. You did it. So let's, let's talk about <laughs> that right there. Cause this is what I'm talking about. Okay. I love that you're giving this example because so often it's hard for me to explain when I'm talking to other stepmoms and like, you have to know how to play the game. You have mm-hmm. to know what bait they're going to take to get this sounds so bad any bio mom is listening to this is like yeah they're very like they're, they're manipulative
1: <laughs> that stole my family right
0: <laughs> but but seriously though it is you learn after a while how they behave and what they respond to and what gets you what you what you want and it's not necessarily in a malicious way we're not Jedi mind tricking them into doing terrible things. Right. But we are knowing what will motivate them. And in your case, she's motivated by stroking that, Oh, family time thing, because, you know, and our, on our end, anytime where we can say um, anytime where we can point out something where it's, well, this is what's best for our son. And I strategically have my husband say, quote, our son, because that's mm-hmm. what will get her. That yes. is what will get her because she loves to use that. And if we, mm-hmm. or if he quote, he uses it, even though I'm writing emails and he uses that, then that to her is, oh, absolutely. We will do, we are we are on this journey together. We and if it, But if we were to say it any other way, it wouldn't, it, another thing is making yes. it seem like it was her idea or giving her, throwing her some crumbs, right? So when I'm talking to stepmoms about like, you know when to confront bio mom or when to you know let it go it is what is your ultimate goal what is your this is the objective this is what i want because sometimes you can get that without having to confront her it's just figuring out what she's motivated by <laughs> mm-hmm. and in your yeah, case did and- that beautifully
1: yeah, it, it was. I remember when we got the email response back that she had um, accepted that. I think we both were like so relieved and we talk about, it's been a few months now, but even every once in a while, we're like, how great is it now that you don't? Because <laughs> I would get anxiety every time that he would go to pick mm-hmm. up the kids because I didn't go to pickups because it started, I wasn't allowed to be there. It would be a whole thing. She used to stand outside of his apartment and ask if I was in there. Like, just oh like, God. wait for me. Like, it was very strange. So I just didn't go. I just would go every once in a while, but didn't. But then I would always be worried that she, they would get in a fight because she would start saying shitty things in front of the kids to him. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Which she wouldn't do yeah. if you were there.
1: Well, no, but she wouldn't, if you take away those chances, because then mm. she would say, oh, I never said that. That's not mm. what I said.
0: Right, because then there's two people, yeah. Witness. You know, like- <laughs>
1: Yes. So I'm like these emails better. Now We don't have, we don't have to see her. And it's been really strange now that we, the couple of times we've had to see her at like kindergarten graduation stuff. She's sweet as pie. Mm -hmm. And she's been like sweet all summer. If we've asked her about something via email, like, um, we have to get permission to take the kids out of state. Well, all my family lives out of state. So anytime we want to see anybody, we have to take them out of state. and she's been so nice and we're like what is the motive and I was like I bet it's because she wants you to let go of that boundary because like last summer they were talking about where they go to school and she started saying to him well you broke up our family and if we were still a family then we wouldn't even be talking about this and he was like does your boyfriend know you feel that way
0: oh shit
1: (laughs) she was was like I'm happier now than I've ever been I'm like then why are you telling me? why are you bringing that up Beyonce, that you Uh, wish to the effect that you guys were still right together but now she doesn't get that face time with my husband she doesn't get that opportunity she it's business Mm -hmm. business business and I don't think she realized what had happened like I don't think she and now her source is cut off like her little narcissism fountain is cut off she's not yeah she's not getting any juice from this peach anymore all right she is gone I might <laughs> use
0: that as the quote for this episode yeah. <laughs> um this is like, no god oh what there was some there was a point there that I was gonna um oh uh there so We made the announcement about parallel parenting and that was several years ago. And occasionally when things are going good or whatever, it's happened, I think now twice that Biomom has specifically sent an email asking us if we can go back to co-parenting. Like it's a switch we're going to flip. And my husband has just replied and was like, there's no need. Things are going fine. You do you, we'll do us. We will have to collaborate on the things that we are required by court order to collaborate on. Um, Otherwise, you know, this is great. Like keep, you know, um, but it really, really bugs her. It bugs her and it bugs her because she doesn't have control. She doesn't have control. She doesn't know things that are going on. She, um, you know, she's uncomfortable. Uh, And that's where I like her to remain. be Mm -hmm. uncomfortable grow a little I don't care
1: (laughs) yeah and I really think she's starting to do things again so that we take her bait like the the pg-13 movie stopped for a little bit but they've started again Mm -hmm. and my husband was very like he was like I feel like I'm gonna have to send an email I'm like there's nothing that she's not gonna change she's not Mm -hmm. gonna change and then what is it how is it gonna serve us I was like all we can do is support Mm -hmm. the kids in our home and have Mm -hmm. our rules here and we'll watch Luca with them or whatever little Pixar movie yeah but yeah. it's not worth it. She wants, I think she wants that engagement. It's like, well, I'm mm-hmm. not, not
0: going to yeah. give it to you. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the differences in households and how mm-hmm. we navigate that. Cause when you're parallel parenting, you are constantly having to, to negotiate to the kids why the two houses are different. So we're going to talk about that Okay in one moment. all right so we're back and I want to talk about how you handle how we because we're both in this situation how we handle the house differences when we're parallel parenting and explaining these differences to the kids
1: sure Um, well things come up like um well mama lets me do this uh, or, or something like that. Then I say, well, buddy, we got different different houses, different rules. Um, but sometimes it's things that are like a good example of this. So we were all eating dinner together. And my stepson said, you know what we should do here?
0: And oh, I love I said, it when they say that. Here.
1: Yeah. that yeah, <laughs> is done. And I were like, oh, what, bud? He's like, well, if we're bad, um, then you can pick out a toy that you'll throw away
0: oh shit he's disciplining himself <laughs>
1: yeah and I said like and, and my husband was got like kind of upset like at first he was like what and then I was like oh well bud <laughs> I was like I don't I don't yeah, oh it was because when being bad when we say we're bored then oh. you throw away a toy oh and then said, well bud I was like well first of all we you don't really say you're Bored here. Like I haven't really heard you ever say you're bored. And if you were bored here, I'd probably ask you. Well, I'd give you some options for things we can do. or Ask you what you can do. But um, your daddy and I aren't aren't gonna make you pick out your favorite toy to throw away. Um, and he was like, also "Well, so your mom is what... mean." <laughs> yeah. And he was saying that's what um, his mom and her boyfriend do when they say they're bored. And I'm like, "Do you mm-hmm. like that?" And he's like, "No." I was like, "I don't think we're gonna do that here." So that's like an example of
0: the certain a like discipline. Yeah. A
1: positive one. But other ones are like, well, she doesn't make me eat this. She doesn't make me finish mm-hmm. this. She doesn't like uh, make me change into pajamas when I'm wearing dirty, sweaty clothes. She doesn't make me take a bath. She doesn't make yeah. me do. And we're just like different, a different house, different rules. This is what we're going to do here. Like, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, well, mama lets me not change. And I'm like, well, I'm not your mother.
0: Yeah, see? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep,
1: and, and then you know that in a
0: good
1: way. Yep. <laughs> yeah yeah like, you know that i know that so it's just like reinforcing different house different rules and like trying to be empathetic that like that probably is tough and transition days are tough um mm-hmm. it's especially tough as they're getting older one or two three two so we're hoping to go on week on week off mm-hmm. so then there's not as much transition um transition time but just reiterating and keeping being consistent with what our expectations are and what our rules are yep. um because I don't think they get that consistency there mm-hmm. um but it's here and we don't change our expectations or our, our rules
0: mm-hmm. so they
1: know and they just need reminders but it's yeah that's um, cool stuff
0: yeah, our our thing, um, very similar. You know, the little things like um, you know food that we make. Or actually, he sell he t- he tells me that I'm a better cook than his mom. So yeah, gold star for me. Yes, um, I've heard
1: that about the Thanksgiving turkey.
0: Oh nice. Um, Ooh, even the turkey. Nice.
1: Yeah, I was like, look at me. But I was thinking, her turkey was probably like the turkey from Christmas Vacation that just like oh, opens up charred. and like smoke comes out of it that's mean, but yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah. So we get like the little things too, but the thing that we often run into, um, and I don't know if you have a similar situation, just really like lifestyle, like we run our house differently. Um, we have a home on five acres. We have house stuff that we're usually doing during the weekends. And, you know, like we'll do like our family outings, like we'll pick a movie to go to or we'll go to the park or, you know, we'll do something. But for the most part, it's very like um, relaxing weekends. We don't always have plans. It's just, we wake up, we have breakfast, you know, we'll kick it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And my daughter doesn't know any different than that. Um, And so she kind of, you know, knows what to expect and stuff. You would think after five years of being in this house that my stepson would kind of know but it's the same thing every single week or like every Friday night. What are we doing? Where are we going to go? Or what? Because it, his mom's house, she lives in an apartment. Um, so there's not a lot of chores that she has to do to maintain, you know, a house or property. And then if I were her, I wouldn't be stuck, want to be stuck in an apartment with my kid <laughs> all weekend long that, you know, so on, on her end, like she does go out and like do things but what she'll often do is just drop him off somewhere and then she'll go do her own thing. So he's expecting play dates with random neighbors or, you know, going to her friend's house where he gets to be, you know, in front of the TV the whole time while she kicks it with her friends or stuff like that. So like to him, that is more exciting and more fun because he leaves the house and he gets to watch whatever he wants to watch. But for us, we're like, We're actually spending time together and we are doing things as a family and we have a home we need to take care of and we're chipping in to do chores. And so just those like different expectations. And we constantly have to explain to him like, sorry, dude, like this is the way that it is. This is how it is in our house. And we try and like paint the positives, but I have to say, and I don't know if you'll, if you feel this way too. That in some cases, when you're having to explain the differences, I feel myself get resentful. Like Mm -hmm. I feel myself get upset because I am like so badly wanting to say, Hey, your mom's a piece of shit. I know that you don't see that. I know that what you, what you see is really fun, but it's kind of unsafe what she does with you. (laughs) Meanwhile, you're, you know, we are taken care of when you're here. And Mm -hmm. obviously those are things that I will, will not say. But I find myself like being like, how dare you be so upset or quote bored or disappointed with, by being here when, you know, we're taking care of you, you know, do you, do Mm you, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course I get, um, like upset and resentful, especially when I feel like I'm putting effort into something or trying to spend time together. We were going on a, we went on a, um, like a nature bingo walk on Sunday, um, all together as a family to like spend time together because we really like to be outside. I mean, we don't like to have them sitting in front of the TV all the time. That's what they do with their mom's house. Like mm-hmm. my stepdaughter was like, I watched Luca three times at mama's house. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, like, well, we're not gonna, we're gonna get outside. And we live near like Ontario. We're like mm-hmm. go to the water a lot. We try to do like go outside. We also clean the house together, which I was told by my stepson that. Um, it's mama's boyfriend who cleans their house and cleans up after them.
0: Oh, isn't so- that nice? Isn't that
1: lovely? <laughs> so, and I know from stories from my husband that she's very messy and sloppy. Um, but they want, like, we were on that nature walk, and I was like, oh, this is so nice. And my stepdad was like, I wish I was at mama's watching Bluey. Oh, and God. I was like, well, we're outside. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, we're outside. We're on a nature walk. We're not going to. Right go sit in front of the TV. We're just not, we're not going to, we live in um, a place I affectionately call Canada light where it's cold eight months out of the year. And for the couple of months, it's warm. We're going to be outside. We're not. Uh So it's stuff like that. Or like, can we go like, um, she takes them to Dunkin' Donuts, like every day she takes them Mm -hmm. to McDonald's all the time. So even if we try to do something that's like, a treat then mm-hmm. they're like well I already have this or can we go to Duncan or yeah. my stepson used to especially have meltdowns like when he was I think three going on four when they divorced and she would drop him off with my now husband and say um your son wants a culotta and expected him to like go oh, get I a three-year-old know. a He's giant
0: to be upset
1: yes and it's just constant like buying them stuff, getting them stuff, or she will bribe them if they're coming over here and tell them that she ordered them a new toy. Like uh, over 4th, 4th of July is a big deal at, in our neighborhood with our family and friends. And she was very upset that she wouldn't have them for July 4th because it's not on the custody schedule. Like we have them. And um, so they came over here and my stepson for the whole time he was here, was like three sleeps until I'm going to go back and get my new toys that's she does it before anything important so that, goes in that, like, sort of stuff.
0: that kind of shit is like in the how to be a shitty bio mom handbook like yeah I feel like everyone gets that when they leave court like here if you want to fuck some shit up yeah <laughs> this is what you do
1: yeah and I think oh. it comes with that resentment right because it's like why can't we yeah. stepmoms have one yep. thing like why yep. can't we have one thing like in our house that we can run it without hearing about how someone mm-hmm. else is doing it or how yeah. someone else is undermining us or, um, and I know it's not the kid's fault. I, I know right. that, but I still can't help sometimes right. feeling like, like yeah. I just want to like be yeah. just like burst out of my own skin and just be like, well, you know, your mom is manipulating you and I'm putting money aside for your therapy when you get older, <laughs> because
0: God, she yeah. is a
1: narcissist and you're going to grow up and realize that maybe one day, but
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That can, that convincing piece sometimes I'm just like, because same thing it's like, Hey, we're going outside. Like, cause he, his mom lives more in town. Like she lives in an apartment complex and on a busy street. And we live in the middle of nowhere and we have cows in our pasture and we go on walks to see sheep and stuff. And so sometimes he'll be like, Oh, I'm really scared of, of the noises outside. And I'm like mm-hmm. an owl, you're scared of an owl. That's nature, bro. Like that's national geographic. That's some cool shit that you're hearing. Mm-hmm. What do you hear at your mom's house? Sirens? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then I try and paint it like, Hey, you have the best of both worlds. Like I don't always want to glamorize blend, you know, the blended and Oh, like you get two homes. And I don't always agree with that stance because I was like that. And I always felt like Like as a kid, I was like, I would rather my parents just be together than me have Mm -hmm. two Christmases. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I felt like Mm -hmm. I was invalidated in that way. So I don't always try to, you know, preach that. But at the same time, I'm trying to do the silver lining where I'm like, dude, like you get to have this on this week and then you get to do this. Like, that's so cool. You know, that kind of thing. But, um depending upon his mood he'll be like yeah that is kind of cool like let's go see the cows or other times he's just like i'm just gonna kick it in my room and i'm like okay cool well your sister and i are gonna go for a walk so mm-hmm. you know and yeah it just brings you down like all right i'm doing my best I'm trying to you know be happy <laughs> so yeah um, i'm like i
1: can't try any harder like this is the this is right the- like I'm giving it my all. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you're, you're getting my best man. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, the relationships that we have with our stepkids. Um, I've heard you talk a lot about your, your stepson. Um, you, and, um, so how would you describe your relationships with the kids? What has been difficult? Um, you know, what, what do you bond over all those things? Sure
1: uh well my stepdaughter and I have a very great bond I mean she was like a little squish when I first met her (laughs) not even two and we bonded like she's a snuggly little sassy friend um and you know love her to pieces we just have a bond that you know couldn't be ruined or manipulated by other people because it happened before she was able to to be have her little mind turned influenced yeah Yes. We influenced. Um, so her and I get along well. She calls me, um, like she, the, when we got married, like right after the judge was done, she was calling me like mama, like giving me hugs. Like she hmm. knew what was happening. She, um, you know, we have a pretty smooth sailing relationship. Um, I think my stepson and I have struggled to make that bond because, of different contributing factors I feel like there were mistakes that you know we made as far as like I think introducing me too early not really talking to him about it and that is on me but it's also on my husband and his ex like explaining Mm -hmm. to him what's happening like I don't feel like he was prepared for for the divorce like I think they were like oh he's little he'll be fine but I'm like in the retrospect I probably should have talked to him a little bit more about Mm -hmm. what was happening
0: Yeah. Kind of underestimated his experience there.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think he, he really idolizes his dad. Like he loves his dad. Um, Chris is a great father. He's the one who stayed home with him as a newborn took care Mm -hmm. of him. Like, so they're very bonded. So I think he also looks at me and his sister too as like taking away time with daddy because he doesn't get to see mm. daddy that much so i know on you know some of the podcasts we've talked about little wife syndrome but yeah. i think it's that with my stepson oh, um so it's stuff like if he sees his dad and i like cuddling on the couch or sitting next to each other he wants to immediately get between us lay on his dad be all over his dad if he's dad spending time with his sister then he's daddy 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 And I had to point it out and I'm like, I'm, I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. Like, yeah, that's annoying, but it's also taking away time for you to bond with your daughter. Yeah. So, um, so I think we've struggled there and sometimes he can just be mean to me. Um, like, you know, on Thanksgiving, he said he'd rather live in an apartment with his dad than with, you know, me and my sister and dad Mm. in our house. Um, or before Christmas, he was mad at me because I made something for dinner that he didn't like. And I was like, well, we're going to eat that. And he's like, you know what would be fun? If my mom and dad lived together still and you lived in a different state. And he's, Ooh, he was kicked five, out of the state.
0: Damn. Five at the time.
1: So it's just, <laughs> yeah, like mean stuff. right? Yeah. And like, or he'll be like, why do I have to listen to you? Or why do I have to yeah. like, so I think we're just <clears throat> battling a lot of stuff that it makes it <clears throat> hard for us to bond
0: yeah. Um, but
1: I, but, but yeah, I try to do stuff just me and him. Like I took him to a birthday party by myself. I'll take him out. Um, we'll do activities together. So I know that we have like, you know, love for each other, but it wasn't as easy as with mm-hmm. my stepdaughter. It takes a yeah. lot of work and like reinforcement from his dad, too, of reiterating mm-hmm. and setting those boundaries. Like, because I was like, it's our job to show him what a healthy relationship looks like and that our marriage is first, because without our marriage, there's nothing else right um so he has to you know you have to set some some boundaries so something that we're trying now on our weekends is uh my husband will take our stepson for just a couple of minutes and say buddy me and you are going to do these xyz mm-hmm. things together just me and you this weekend so
0: mm-hmm. that he's not
1: constantly
0: like, yeah, and, like giving him something to expect and, and to look forward to so he's kind of yeah yeah so he That's doesn't great. get
1: like jealous and like, mm-hmm. um, just, I think anxious and he's just an anxious kid. And he's like, really wants that one-on-one time. Cause I think he misses his dad and I mm-hmm. can't blame him. That's tough. He's little, mm-hmm. um, but it, it was rocky. And there were times that I was like, do I just not like kids? Like, <laughs> like... and then feeling shame with that because you, I feel like expected a step um, to just love them. And that I think our partners don't always understand that we don't come to the table with that, Mm -hmm. um, bond that they do. And we'll never, maybe never feel that way that Mm -hmm. they, that they feel.
0: Yeah. And and when you have, when you have two, you know, and you feel one way towards one and you have this bet, which could be the age that she came into your life, or it could be the fact that you're, you know, both girls and you can, you know, relate on that level. Um, But yeah, I imagine that it's, it's difficult when you're closer to one than the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for, for a
1: while, and that was a, you know, a mistake that was made too. It was like, uh, and that's how they parented together. Like uh, Chris was always with his son. She Mm -hmm. was always with Mm -hmm. the daughter and that's how they split up the parenting duties. So um, I think that that was expected to like, yeah. Right. To like move with like our relationship and that we I was seeing that happening I'm like wait this can't be um that's not how it's gonna gonna be um but yeah just monopolizing the the time uh with the dad so
0: yeah it's It's, it's so interesting the different dynamics and how everyone has a different kind of um situation because in my case I have in a way the opposite problem where my stepson is so used to being with his mom and when he comes to our house I am the replacement so he comes to me for everything when I'm sitting right next to his dad mom can I have this dude your dad is right here or he'll ask me something and his dad is closer to it and I'm like your dad's in the kitchen go ask him for a snack you know stuff like that um or he only wants me to put him to bed or he only wants me to do x y and z and i'm the one that has to like facilitate the relationship and then now with you know our daughter in the picture um like my stepson gets jealous of her and and sees our bond and in a way i'm having to i i, I I refuse to. I refuse to change the way that I am with my daughter just because he's in the home. Uh, I don't think that's fair to my daughter. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm not wanting him to feel a certain way. So then I feel like I have to like compensate in 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 a way to, like your husband is doing with your with your stepson, where I have to go, hey bud, this is what we're gonna do later, or this is what you know. And so it's really weird where I tell my husband, I'm like, I need you. This is where I disengage. This is one of the Mm -hmm. biggest areas that I disengage where I'm like, I need you to step up and be more available for your son because I'm exhausted. Um, Mm -hmm. And in a, in a lot of ways, this sounds like, oh, that's so nice that you guys have such a great relationship. And I can honestly say, I don't think that we have a great relationship. I think that I am the placeholder. I don't feel a certain bond necessarily other than the fact that I've been in his life for so long and I know how he is and I like all that stuff, but I don't feel like it's sincere on his part Mm -hmm. necessarily. I just feel like he's wanting that motherly um, attention and I'm in it and I, and I get validated in that um, hypothesis because when my mother-in-law is around I'm pushed off to the side like I have now been replaced by grandma and now he's getting his needs met there and I'm chopped liver at that point and it's not like a cute chopped liver like oh grandma's here and that's just how it's like I could not exist and he'd be fine mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know and and yeah. and I don't get along with my mother-in-law so it's even more of a sting where I'm like whatever like you and your narcissistic tendencies can take him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way because whenever um, my husband's not around, then my stepson's very like talking to me, very clingy, very affectionate. Um, but when dad's around, then I, then sometimes I've said that I was like, it feels like I could disappear and you guys wouldn't even notice. Like you yeah. wouldn't even notice. Yeah. And that feels really, I'm like, that feels really shitty because it's in our home. Mm-hmm. Like, this was my house and they moved in. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so and that's what, like, yeah, and that's what contributes to that those feelings of feeling uncomfortable in your home and not knowing your place and mm-hmm. what should I be doing right now. Um, and then you find the little things that you can do to feel relevant, and the resentment builds when you do those things and those aren't are appreciated or you know, like it's just so complex and fucking normal. So if you're relating to any of this. <laughs> I validate you. This is normal. And it comes down to first recognizing that it's normal and like God, figuring out what's gonna help you through the process of um of making it sustainable so you don't lose your freaking mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that that's super helpful. And that's been one thing that's been like so validating and helpful for me was like finding this podcast and this community. So I was like, I felt like Something was wrong with me. Like mm-hmm. I really felt like something was wrong with me, and I felt very lonely. Um, and then I heard other women talking about their experience, and I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. we all, um, all of our husbands were married to the same person. Exactly. Um, like the same. We course. all have the same <laughs> feelings. Like,
0: yeah. and it's just really
1: nice to to get advice and and kind of feel that connection with with other people because I don't think it's talked about enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, on that note, um, I'm going to ask you some random question. Um, let me think for a second. Okay. So one of the questions I got recently was, um, how do you handle clothes going back and forth? Um, especially with your schedule, um, and then parallel parenting, how do you handle clothes and if there's any toys or things that they want to bring, like, how do you handle, how do you handle those situations?
1: Oh goodness. Um. Okay. So I really try very, very hard not to send stuff to back to her house. So what they come in is what they go back in. Um. It's getting a little bit more difficult now that my stepson's getting older because he wants to pick out his own clothes. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, she sends them in really shitty ratty clothes mm-hmm. um, that just don't fit them. Like my stepdaughter wears a size 6X and she came in 4T underwear the other day. So oh it my. gets... Yeah. So it gets difficult because there's some stuff that comes and I'm like, well, they can't wear that. But then if nice things go there, then they disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, so we try really hard to make like what they have come in, they go back in, unless it's just like something that's like so terrible. Like I'll just wash it and put it back in their backpack. But the times I've done that, like if we get a collection of really ugly clothes, they don't want to wear back. Um, I'll wash them for and put them in their backpack. And then I somehow find that she'll find some things like old stuff, like stuff. That's like, they're two sizes ago and she'll put it in their backpack and send it back, but not say anything. Oh my so. God.
0: It's like this <laughs> passive aggressive petty.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, Oh, you did that. So I have to do it. Um, but there has been some times we've had to follow up. Like we're missing this. We're missing that. Where are they? Um, please send them. Um, so we have to do that with toys. Um, for a while especially my stepson and I think it's just like because he's getting older I think my stepdaughter would do it as she gets older too but would come over and say I got a new toy I really want to show it to you but I'm not allowed to bring it yeah so I said something to her and this is before the boundaries thing like where we set. we were doing only doing email and I was like hey you know maybe as parents we could do a better job of just communicating with each other this is me trying to force co-parenting that, mm-hmm. like they got a new toy maybe we can just communicate and and help the kids remember to bring it back so it doesn't get lost all this stuff and she's like well I told him to tell his dad to help him remember I'm like he's five he's not going to to do that right um but yeah certain things like I just say that that's something that's going to stay here and they're pretty good about it they're pretty good about um because some of the toys like because the first time I they came to my house, they were like, Why don't you have any toys? And I'm like, You're literally the first kids that have ever stepped foot in my home. So I don't have any toys. So a lot of the toys I have is like stuff my mom saved, like beanie babies and stuff. And I really don't oh, want them. Beanie babies. <laughs> yeah, from when I was a kid and like stuffed animals from when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, that is like sentimental value that I'm like, that's not going over there because she'll do something yeah. to it. Like I just don't trust her. So uh-huh. that's how we handle it, is just we don't have a free a free flow of stuff because when we we have in the past stuff never comes back.
0: Yep. Yep. It
1: just doesn't come back. And, yep. um, I don't want to play that chasing game and I don't want to spend money on nice clothes that fit mm-hmm. them and then never see them again. So.
0: Yep. on Yep. That's exactly what we do, what we do too. And, and there, I have like, um, a mental note of the clothes that I don't care about. Like if he is, mm-hmm. if he comes in, her clothes, I'll wash them. But now, let's say it's not weather appropriate or whatever, I'll put them in his backpack, and then I will have his okay. If I never see them again, selection. Yes, and I have.
1: I have a whole collection. I go to like the yeah. thrift stores, and yeah. I get like <laughs>
0: like little like superhero shirts or
1: whatever else they like. And if I never see him again, that's fine because I get two deal. bucks for him. But yeah. like other nice stuff that I buy, I'm like these are for the days where you're coming home here. Yeah. Um and yep. that's yeah I have that pile and I keep a mental inventory of all the yep. clothes mm-hmm. um which is another emotional labor thing that we do as stepmoms. So moms we don't get a lot of credit for but <laughs>
0: uh, preach girl yes <laughs> that word emotional labor yep I tell my husband all the time too where I'm just like you don't think of half the shit that I do like you don't mm-hmm. you if I died <laughs> like you wouldn't know how you know, and I get all my high horse and stuff. But we're essentially all I'm trying to say is I need you to appreciate me more because mm-hmm. I I do a lot and I want to do it, but I also need to feel appreciated and validated. And that those are the things that I do to show love. So <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm an acts of acts of service gal. Yeah. So and I know that like my husband and I laugh about that. We're really. like. He's like, I don't really know if kids appreciate acts of service, but maybe one day they will. And I'm like, I know I'm really bad at like pretend play and like all that stuff. Like, it's just not my jam. But if you want someone to make a smoothie with you and make sure uh-huh. you have clean pants, I'm your girl. Like uh-huh. we can go on a walk together, but I, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's, something <laughs> so- that, that's something that my husband has actually tried to teach my stepson is hey, so mom really feels good when you say thank you or when you say, I appreciate this or when, you know, if she comes home and, and has, you know, was thoughtful and bought you a new Pokemon shirt or a new whatever, a new book, it makes her feel good when you say these things. And it has really, really helped in because he has a difficulty seeing other people's perspectives and having showing empathy anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like really helped take the pressure off of me where I'm like standing there waiting for a thank you or something, (laughs) or I'm like, I didn't get a thank you. I'm never going to do that again. Like F this, you know, and, and my resentment doesn't build, but my husband has done a really good job of like kind of coaching him through that. And I feel like that's important for kids to understand those that, you know, the, what other people need, um, and in like, Hey, your mom really appreciates this, or it's, you know, this makes her feel good because, Hey, you're going to need that in life. (laughs) You're going to need to be able to like know what other people, um, you know, need in those, those love languages. So
1: yeah, that's really good advice. I'm going to take that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think the more we can talk about that and because it's not just about you, it's not just a stepmom being like, Hey, I need you to show you, you know, you're, you're teaching them a lifelong lesson of turning towards someone else and going, what makes you feel good? How can I make you happy? You know, um, which we deserve that and kids Mm -hmm. need that guidance. So, all right. On that note, um, thank you so much for coming on. We talked about a lot of different things. I think, um, uh, it was really nice to talk to someone where there's so many, like, parallels, right? Um, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's wild. Um, so thank you again and, uh, everyone else be well and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at radical stepmoms podcast or schedule a one-on-one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.